Woo, woo, woo. You book it. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have your GMs, Damone, D Money Allen. Your Book It Boy of the Year. Don't forget it. Prime time, Travi T. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little, I was a little disappointed when the Book It theme played instead of Zack Ryder's theme. I got, I got a little hype <laughs> for a minute. I was like, and then it was Book It. And I was like, keep it. Little fudge, bruh. <laughs> the bad guy, Kenny. You sound like the Grudge for a second. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> and Danny, what up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that is how we start booking. I forgot what I was gonna say. I had a whole. He's thing. gonna say that's book. He's uh, about to end the book. Yeah, that's book. See ya. Um, <laughs> So this week we are continuing on with our round one of the book adverse two, and it's gonna be bad guy and little fudge. CBW, CBW, cold blooded. BBW. Uh, oh, <laughs> I. Uh, I'm, I'm still disappointed. Lie. You're I, not going with BBW. I tried. I tried. I would have given you an extra point two five in every match. For I BB tried Dub, to do but... a WAP abbreviation and BBW. <laughs> <laughs> what was Kenny the WAP? Both. Yeah, what was the WAP? It was wrestling and personality. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I, I did too. That's why I said no. <laughs> <laughs> what was BBW? You should have done uh, Wrestling Association Prime. Big I, Wrestling. It was going to be Awesome Kong and Mark Henry and <laughs> who else? <is> big Yokozuna. <laughs> that that, that, well, be prepared. That's going to be one Lizzo. of the wrestlers. I yeah, mean, yeah. Kenny's canceled already. We haven't even started the show. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get get you guys started as Kenny walks away. I'll say this is a long-awaited. I'm waiting for this one. Right, I'm it is your twos and ones and one point fives. Why am I big? I, I, I'm not presenting. <laughs> uh, it's your guys is to lose. We'll see. You're the uh, favorites going in. You Don't are. You are number ones and number twos from last. We're the quote-unquote super let me, uh, team with the Lakers. I was like, let me say something, though. Because I was telling Kenny this the last night or the night before. They are definitely the, the – the, they were the one and two. But their booking styles were completely different. Yes. Like, just a preview for the, the – like, as a reminder to the audience and everything. Kenny was mostly, like, one event – like each event was a standalone for the most part. There was a few storylines that kind of went the whole way, but John, for the most part, it felt like everything went spanned across all four events. So it's a it's long-term a long-term booking baby. battle of long-term booking versus short-term booking, a battle of uh, storyline versus dream, uh, matches. dream matches. You know, can they marry it all together or do they fall apart? So we're gonna find out who wants to go first. I put. I'm John praying on your downfall. Uh, I'll I'll give us the intro and they'll let Kenny take the first match. Okay, that's fine. Go for it. So the introduction just to the company, Cold Blooded Wrestling, started uh, when Johnny Knoxville, who was a lover of wrestling, decided he wants to mix his style of art with wrestling. 
Uh, he heard about the Book It podcast on Reddit, <laughs> and he found the two best writers from the Book It verse. John <laughs> and Kenny. See, no. See, you've already... This is point a This is point, a point five. He got the funding from a bet he made with Donald Trump a long time ago. Donald Trump is the CEO while Johnny Knoxville makes the wrestling decisions as commissioner. In parentheses, in this world, Trump is only a mildly evil person. No politics or kid diddly. Uh, CBW is a wrestling promotion based on world-class entertainment with engaging storylines and top-tier athletic competition. We also take it to the extreme just because we can. We, we feature a world championship, women's championship, tag championships, as well as a cruiserweight championship in our patented extreme division where our craziest wrestlers fight in the wildest match types. We welcome you to CBW Heatwave live from Las Vegas, Nevada. All right. Who wants to start? Can you take first match? Oh, no, 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 no. That was the segment, motherfuckers. That was your No, we're just saying what it is. I'm about to cut my. I'll mother, let him do that. Wait, if they if they give fives, I'll let him do it. But no, that's not how it works. no, no it's not, not because fives. because it's a shot at them. That's why. That's why they try to get point five. We can grab the promotion. Nobody else did that. You were about to get a. You're about to because get a y'all one. y'all didn't go in depth like that. You were about, <laughs> about to get a one. Mike was about to give us a five. So it was that right. was, that, that, no, that was terrible. I'm. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what I'm I was like, see, they're already hating. That's that was <laughs> terrible from top to bottom. The only thing that I would give you creativity for is the championships. Mm. What were the championships? I, I don't even remember. It thing. was a, it was a world title. We have a world title. Yeah. A um. Tag team, world title tag team, women's division, and we have a cruiserweight and the cream. The extreme, and I like that. Okay, I'm, 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 I am going to be listening carefully to your cruiserweight and extreme, uh, divisions divisions, because that's that's something that AWC be doing. That that's right. Cruiserweight division is top tier, and we'd be doing it. We'd be doing it really good. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. So the show starts off. Um, oh shit. Okay, here we go. On the show starts off. Um, Keith Lee cut the promo on um, Tuesday night turmoil, saying he is tired of waiting on his big break. He knows his potential is limitless, and he's ready for a big match. He says he wants Brock Lesnar a heat wave. If he can handle um, a match that needs more than three moves in five minutes, Lee spends two more weeks cutting these promos and talking shit after match after matches where he's using F fives and taking opponents to Suplex City. He appears frustrated that he gets no response. Week four, Lesnar's music finally hits. He comes out looking weirdly happy. He gets in the ring and shakes Lee's hand, but yanks him into his face and to say, I'm not your ticket, kid. Lee throws a punch and we start brawling until security breaks it up. So now we are at heat wave now. So that was just the lead up to it. Um, So the match starts off. They're looking at each other. They're talking to shit, you know, while the fans are cheering because they've been waiting on this battle. Um, They both go to the opposite side of the rope, so they both run their their own separate um, direction, go for a shoulder block to each other, but their strength is matched. They run to the other side of the rope, so they went from this way, did it, now they're doing it this way, and they do it. Same thing happens. Keith Lee goes for an Irish whip, but Brock uses his strength to stand in place. Then Brock elbows him, then tries to Irish whip him, but he uses his strength to stand in place. Then Lee goes for a running crossbody. So at this point, now we're leading up to the spots. Um, Brock tries to make him tap with a guillotine choke, but he grabs the ropes. We see a triple German suplex from Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock takes him out, um, takes him out, out of the ring, and Irish whips him in several times into the steel steps. We see a stiff lariat from Brock outside of the ring. Brock rips uh, part of the mat off outside of the ring and hits Keith Lee with a jackknife powerbomb onto the ground. 
Brock goes for an F5, but mid-swing. Keith goes for a um, tornado DDT. Keith Lee does a moonsault off the second turnbuckle. We have Brock, and he hits him with a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Um, Keith, hit, Keith Lee hits his pounce. At one point, Brock hits him with a powerbomb, using his strength to lift him up one more time and powerbomb him again, so he does a double powerbomb. And this takes all the energy out of him, and the crowd's going crazy. Then um, Brock uses all the energy he has left to F5 him. He gets the pin. One, two, three. Keith Lee looks up, looks devastated and angry as he starts to get up. After having his hand raised, the chair from off camera whacks Lesnar in the back. After Brock is taken to a knee, you see the you see the Brian Kendrick behind him, who whacks him in the face. Brock falls to the floor. Lee stares at the situation with a look of angst on his face. Kendrick screams, "This is your ticket!" Lee picks Lesnar up, and spirit bombs him onto the chair. Kendrick put Kendrick puts the chair around Lesnar's neck. Lee hesitates but stomps it, while Kendrick is screaming, "We're the next big thing!" <laughs> Okay, who, who's I'm, going I have mixed feelings. I'm gonna so start. Go I do oh, have mixed feelings. I'm too. gonna start. I'll start. I hated it. I, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm going for you. I'm going for you, Mike. That was that, that. That hold on. That build up was nothing. There I was, agree. There was no build up, and I think that that hurts you because you have Keith Lee, who could do so much more, and then. I feel like I Brian Kendrick coming at the end and doing anything to Brock Lesnar is not believable. Oh, um, agreed. Whatsoever. Daniel Bryan almost beat him. I think even without if, a chair, if, if Brian Kendrick had a chair, it still wouldn't do shit to Brock Lesnar. Daniel um, Bryan's his size, dummy. Yeah, Daniel presentation. Daniel okay, Bryan. Okay, well, I'm presenting him different. Uh, I understand that, but the problem is you have to you have to build to that presentation. There was, right, there is no you can't you can't just you can't just do it. That's the problem. And this is 2008, the Brian Kendrick when he was like a borderline main eventer too. So it still is unbelievable. Yeah, he it still is. I'm not gonna believe that Brock Lesnar just beat uh, Keith Lee in that match. And then Brian Kendrick comes got in. got surprised. We by rate a it. Shot. We rate it. Yeah. It, so we're not, I'm, I'm, I'm done it. arguing about this. I'm gonna this. rate it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give it a two. And that's wow. generous. Damone. Okay. So I, this was an up and down for me. Same. I agree <laughs> that I didn't like care for the build that much because I feel like it was just it was just Keith Lee like saying I want to have a match and then they brawl for I don't know why they're brawling just they're just brawling the brawl. And then I feel like the wrong person won. I think Keith Lee should have won, not Brock. Agreed. And then I don't understand the relationship because you didn't build it at all, the relationship between the Brian Kendrick and Keith Lee. And then Keith Lee just randomly turning. Because I, at that case, I'm supposed to feel sympathetic for Brock, which it's hard to feel sympathetic for Brock because it's Brock. Agreed. So, but I like the match itself. Well, that and Brock was so, built like a monster, right? I felt like, and, right, and you if you're gonna build Brock like a monster, and then he and then he wins anyway. So well, Brock like, was kind of built like a celebrity who was kind of too big for because he wasn't responding, and then uh, Keith Lee, you know, worked so hard to get that match, talked all that shit, won? and then he lost, and then he lost. So of course he's gonna be frustrated, devastated, and turn to some yeah. fucking shit that would be unlike but him. Where did Brian Kendrick come? from? <laughs> like I, you'd have to explain the Brian Kendrick thing 
Like maybe you'll explain that in the future. You gotta tune in to the next episode of. But as of right now, right. That's fine. Let's give it a rating. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you a three point seven five. I'll take that. You you work really close to a five, and then it went down at the end. Travis, I didn't want to go next, but okay, I, I can go next. Yeah, go ahead, Danny. I want to, I want to hear yours because I'm, I'm like I said, this was up and down and very conflicting for me. So I want to hear everybody's thoughts. I here's one thing that I can say is that it feels like a match that Brock Lesnar would really have in terms of it yeah. being pretty short and you know all that. Um, but I agree with everyone else on a lot of things. Um, it there was it did feel like a good build, but um. I'll just give it a three and a half. So, three point okay. Five. So, after hearing everybody's thoughts and and kind of let me just kind of give you what I was thinking. I after hearing you explain it, John, it it makes a little more sense. But when you're first presenting the story to me, it was a one story, like a one one dollar sign story because I it felt like it felt like nothing happened. And then we go into the match. I wasn't huge on the 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 giant like spots where they're like trying to test each other's strength or whatever, but it made sense. So I was like, okay, this makes sense. I feel like they brawled a little too too aggressively for the the storyline. Like I wasn't really the storyline and the intensity of the match didn't seem to fit for me. Um, that being said, I did like the match, which I didn't think I was going to. Also, I liked the idea. I like, I like the post-match antics. I had the issue of thinking that Brian Kendrick wouldn't be able to do anything to Brock Lesnar, even with a chair as well. Because to me, it felt like like Zach Gowan running out and smacking the big Whoa, show with a chair. I, I feel like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Taking the hit and then turn around and beat the shit out of him. That's a, that's. I, would, I feel I like you would just get smacked a couple times. Because like, right. didn't didn't Matt Hardy smack fucking Brock Lesnar over the head with a chair and he didn't go down? Like, I would have. I would have. Yeah, this is old Brock. This ain't prime. I would have popped but, if but, Brock took took Kendrick, looked at him, and then just fucking threw him into the crowd. <laughs> okay, okay, that's. But I'm presenting Kendrick. Hold on, like hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get through this. I had that thought. But I justified it in my brain to suspend disbelief, like which you have to do with wrestling. Ninety-nine percent of the time, you have to d- suspend disbelief. W. To do so, I said, "Well, Brock just went in against the fucking mastodon of a man in Keith Lee. They said he used all his energy to hit that F five. He's tired. He's weak. Brian Kidder could probably take him out with a chair shot. At least two, take him two down. Chair shots. Yeah, you get, at least get him he to the ground. Took him to the knee with the first one." And then the second one, he had to get like an unprotected, like old school whack to the head to get. Him I down. thought he, I thought he hit him in the back with the fucking chair. Yeah, he hit him in the back of the first one. It took him to a knee. Oh, and then he hit him in the head with the second one. I, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna keep it. I'm, I'm gonna give you a three and a half as well. I'll take that. And I, 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 think, like I think build, this could have been. Trust. I think this could have been better. I think also just for like, because I this what I want to see for when you guys rate me is like what I would like to see better. For, or what you would want to see better in the build. I think if you would have introduced Brian Kidrick in there and built that somewhere. relationship somewhere, right. at least planted the yeah. seeds, it wouldn't have seemed like such a ridiculous shot. Like, because I had no idea that was coming. Like, but not in a, not in a good way. Like, not in like a. Got you. 
I liked it. I liked the the thing. Like I liked that he showed up, but I wish that there would have been, and it could have it could have strengthened your story a little bit. I felt like your story yeah. could have used that. Well, like yeah. I I feel like uh, I should have actually wrote out some of the promos he cut because I kind of just said yeah. that he cuts like similar promos. But if I had actually made the promos get more personal as the weeks yeah. went on, at least some sound bites. Yeah, I, I should have wrote more for that. I would. So that think, that's all me. I think me. that's what it was missing was a little little more because the more match detail, wasn't bad. Yeah. Don't don't let me don't let my rating think the match itself was bad. Mm. I just felt like there was nothing like there was no meat to the story, and I was just like, okay. I gave a spark note of the build because I was imagining it in my head, and I didn't take into fact how y'all would imagine it. I I'm because of the way Travis just went over it. I'm gonna bring my rating up. I'm gonna give it to a three. Let's go. But and I actually don't have a problem with the Bri- the Brian Kendrick, like that spot. I don't have a problem with that spot at all. I think it's possible that, like Travis said, he's weakened. The Brian Kendrick has a chair as a weapon. It's possible. I just think the fact that we have no reason to understand why Keith Lee and the Brian Kendrick would be working together, which it also, might be a story later. I just yeah, wish yeah, there yeah. was. Well, I also, remember there was Keith was hint. surprised by this too. Keith was surprised because right. he was looking like what the fuck, and then like. Uh, Kendrick, when it was kind of getting him involved, and then Keith made the decision with, right. after hesitating to do well, it that, because that, of his desperation. You're, you're starting to talk yourself out of my three. So <laughs> I'll shut up. What did you that, vote? Who? Damon, what did he give it? I gave it a 375. 375. Your turn. Yeah, I think the issue that now you have to build up Brock as the baby face. Right, and that was the, yeah. I guess that's the other thing is Brock. I'll be honest with you. Was the heel, and then there was a double turn. Well, Brock got yeah, no, I'm not, like, I'm he got gonna, like a chair stomp the neck, like blood out the mouth. The broke. more we talk about oh, this, the oh, less I want to give it a rating. Let me, let me, let me just let, ratings are done. Let me just say this: I don't believe that they're going to be building Brock as a babyface. I believe this was Brock's one and only appearance on their show. I, I think they that. just wrote him off TV. It's uh, possible. Let, we'll see. Let's hope not. Tune in. <laughs> All right, so the next match is going to be a little bit more signature John and Kenny style. It's going to be for the CBW Extreme Championship, and it's going to be a parking lot brawl. No. It's going to okay. be the Sandman, the champion, defending against Cameron Grimes, Samoa Joe, and Sabu. So how this happens is for weeks, Cameron Grimes is talking trash to the wrestlers in his kind of like borderline comedic style of promo, saying that, you know... Uh, and saying that basically the division's soft, he's too strong for them. And then when somebody tries to confront him to go fight him, he kind of pussies out, runs away, makes an excuse. Uh, among these wrestlers that he does this to are Sabu, Samoa Joe, and the extreme champion, the Sandman. Uh, Cameron Grimes is that night is doing an interview with Gilbert Godfrey, our backstage interviewer. And he calls... <laughs> hey, Cameron! <laughs> and... Uh, he calls the Extreme Championship a fraud, and he calls the entire roster soft. He says that he's the toughest guy on the roster, and the Sandman or anyone else can meet him in the parking lot and scrap for that championship. If and then Gilbert Grimes- Godfrey doesn't win this, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't a 24-7, Tyler. There's no 24-7 rule. Uh, so Grimes is a camera follow him to the parking lot, and then Samoa Joe, Sabu, and the Sandman emerge and start to surround him. Cameron Grimes runs underneath the production truck in the parking lot and the other three start brawling with each other. Uh, the Sandman goes to grab Grimes from underneath the truck, but Sabu throws a chair at his head from off camera. Sabu does his like one-man poetry emotion type dive at the Sandman, but misses and goes into a car windshield. 
Samoa Joe then picks up Sabu and German suplexes him onto the hood of the car. Uh, the Sandman slams a car door into Samoa Joe's body. Uh, Cameron Grimes tries to get in the trunk of a car running away from the Sandman, but then Sandman beats the shit out of him with his Singapore cane. Sabu does uh, gets Cameron Grimes into the uh, the bed of a truck, and he does a triple jump moonsault. So he jumps from the tailgate of the truck to the the fucking uh, top of the truck, and then moonsaults into the bed. Uh, Samoa Joe muscle busters the Sandman onto the hood of a car, and then Sabu does his like you know he puts the chair underneath his legs for a leg drop onto uh, Samoa Joe from the top of a minivan, but Cameron Grimes immediately follows with his cave-in on Sabu's chest and pins him to steal the win. After the match, Cameron Grimes uh, is uh, leaning into the minivan, and then the minivan starts, and blaring is the infamous music of New Jack. Cameron Grimes looks frightened as New Jack gets out of the trunk with a tire iron in hand, and Cameron Grimes just fucking bolts away while New Jack chases him. <laughs> I'll start. So... Here's my issue. You the way when you presented the the extreme division, right? That's what it's called. Yes. I you presented it like it was gonna be this hardcore. We just fight. We beat the shit out of each other, and then now it feels like it's just it's tw- the twenty four seven title. It's a comedy championship, is how it feels like because a you gave it to Grimes and the way you ended it, it feels like it's a comedic championship. Like, even if you had built up, if Sandman had been defending it, like, as, like, a hardcore championship, now it feels super comedic with having the way Grimes, with everything that, that Grimes point, was though, doing. Is that Cameron Grimes is kind of making a joke out of it, and then, you know, in this situation, because of an opportunity opportunity he took in the match, he got away with it. So, I'm which sorry. Is, which I, is fine, but then I think adding the the new jack stuff just makes it seem super comedic i think the match itself is okay i'm gonna give you a three i've got a question and i i must have missed it somewhere who won cameron grimes he how, how did he win so uh sabu had just done his chair leg drop onto samoa joe from the top of a minivan right after sabu does this uh cameron grimes just runs up and hits the cave in on him and then pins him i agree with the bone um, as far like it did thought, feel more, it did feel more comedic than hardcore, and I know that's what you're you're good at, John. But I felt I feel like this should have been more. This should have been more right. There should have been. It should have been. I feel honestly, I feel felt like your hardcore division should have been closer to the main event too for for whatever i mean maybe because the way you guys are presenting it and i get that you have a heavyweight title you have a heavyweight not a world championship right it's a it's a world title okay i still feel i honestly feel like you should have made your heavyweight your hardcore title maybe even your heavyweight title the same thing it just felt like it should have been more important and now cameron grimes is running around with the fucking title Hey, Cameron Grimes is pretty legit. Though, and, no, he is he's, really but good. He, he but... didn't. He didn't do any. I felt like he didn't really do. He's it a heel. Felt, it felt like the. It actually <laughs> felt like the division itself took a backseat to Cameron Grimes' comedy routine. 
But that was the that that's kind of the story going on though is that Cameron Grimes okay. is trying to devalue it. That, that that not to argue too much, but that's kind of what the, the, the whole story is. Did he have to win? Or I did you give it a what did you rate? Yeah, what did it? you I rate? Gave it, it, gave it, it, it three. three. Okay, I gotta go two seven five. I'm not gonna go too low. That I just I just I don't know. I'm just not grabbed yet. Okay. I'll like, go if next. I was watching, I probably would have, t- just like you guys would have turned off at my Battle Royal, Battle Royal <laughs> I would have turned off. I here. defended I it. I defended it. Remember I that. get it, but. Hey, but, quit, quit, quit trying to politic your way in the, in the votes. <laughs> Remember who wrote I, I, I'm going to say, I disagree with both of you motherfuckers. And let me tell you why. First off, Cameron Grimes is the fucking goat. So. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This is my new best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I like Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. I'm I'm talking. Cameron Grimes is the goat. (laughs) Fucking. uh, (laughs) Also, the best, the best hardcore matches are comedic. Like, that's that's hardcore wrestling is it's ultra violence mixed with comedy. W. If you want, if you want to do that, watch a death match. But the, the thing about hardcore wrestling is that there's always something funny in there. There's something that's ridiculous. Like me fucking when I had fucking Terry Funk hit him with the with the fucking sink. That was great like, shit. Like it makes sense, but it's it's comedic. Also, no, I'm just saying you can't have any comedy in there, but it can't be all comedy. It's not. Yeah, that match was like no comedy spots in it. For for a company that it feels like was presented to me as a hardcore brand, it wasn't. It was not. You just put that in your thing. Cold-blooded wrestling. I I don't want to argue too much with you guys because watching ECW and then not expecting it to be hardcore. Okay, but cold-blooded doesn't mean extreme style of wrestling. It just means it's cold-blooded. Like, it just I, like, I, I cool. feel like your entire thing is... Bit, I, I, your I don't division know. is called the extreme division. So I and it was an extreme, extreme match. Things. You got it. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to give you a four. Base God. I, I And I also loved it. I <laughs> thought that it was honestly the right amount of comedy for me because yeah, I, I just I felt like... Because you had the the stuff with Samoa Joe and Sabu, and you had people getting their spots and all that. The only, honestly, my only complaint is it maybe could have been a little more violent. But um, I I liked it. I liked that. Like the fact that people hate that Cameron Grimes won means it kind of worked. Yeah, he's um, a heel. Yeah, and so they can. That, that's something that I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a four and a four point five. Let's fucking go. All right, Kenny, you, you take him to the next match. Yeah, I'm, this one I'm excited for. All right, so you already know my favorite tag team of all time. <laughs> the rude ones. <laughs> Let's go! So the rude ones, they've been, they've been on the tear. They're red hot. And they're starting to feel like they're above the show. So there was a, a four-team tournament with the finals taking place at Heat Wave, and they would grace the winners with a title shot that night. Can you Oof. tell the people who the rude ones are for oh, those who haven't watched The rude ones are Rick Rude and um, Robert Rude with their manager, Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth Rude, if you will. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Lizzie> Rude. <laughs> Lizzie Rude. <laughs> okay, that's lit. <laughs> um, there was a four-team uh, four tournament with the finals taking place at the Heat Wave, right, Heat Wave, and they would grace the winners with a title shot that night. The Usos defeated La Resistance, while LAX defeated uh, Tommy Dreamer and Sabu. 
Um, the next week, LAX attacked the Usos backstage and handcuffed them together, marking the Uso penitentiary. Oh, the I week before, oh, you said yeah. LAX? Yes. Yeah. Original LAX. LAX. Original LAX. Okay. We're, but we're homicide. Hernandez and homicide. Oh yeah, you can't call it because there's three LAX. people. We only have two. Oh, you only have two of them, then they can call them LAX. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were getting rid of the, the stable. It's, they, it's not tag teams. Yeah, not tag teams. Yeah, I thought team. we were getting rid of the names in general. No, Demo made the made the ruling. If there's two or if there's only two of them, you can keep the name. If it's three or more, you got to get rid of oh, it. I, we went all new names, so that's, that's fine. fine. Go for yeah. it. Okay. Oh, okay. I I thought we we're just doing the TNA down. iteration of them before that's they fine. LAX. Kind of thing. Okay. Um, the week before the go home show, the the Usos call LAX repl replaceable bootlegs who have never sniffed the main event and never will. This leads to a brawl on the ramp where Hernandez border tosses Jimmy Uso off the stage. At the show, the real ones told Commissioner Knoxville that um, they want to stay and beat the crap out of the winners, but they have a last minute tanning appointment and they can't miss that. So, <laughs> and they said, you know how hard it is to get rescheduled for a tanning appointment. So, <laughs> so, they, so they won't be at the arena tonight. Okay, so um, now we're at the actual match. Um, it starts off with Hernandez overpowering Jey Uso. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. How did they get to the match? I thought they had a tanning appointment. No, 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 no. The rumors are fighting. They're not. The, they're not doing. The it. Finals are still happening here, but oh, the match okay. afterwards is not happening. Yeah, they're, oh, supposed okay. to, they're supposed to go up against the real ones, but the real ones had that tanning appointment. You know, they can't miss that. So, so, so it's so, LAX versus the Usos here. Yeah, LAX yes. versus the Usos. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the match starts off with Hernandez overpowering Jay Uso. He's just throwing him around. Um, when the ref isn't paying attention, Homicide takes off his bandana and chokes Jay Uso with it. Um, Homicide and Hernandez tagging. They're tagging in and out, and they're beating up on Jay Uso. Jimmy's getting fired up in the corner, waiting on that hot tag. Um, Hernandez is holding Jay's leg as he's like crawling towards Jimmy. Jay turns around, hits him with an enziguri. Jimmy's fired up still. Um, he gets finally gets tagged. He goes to work on both Her Hernandez and Homicide, but it stops when, ha or when uh, Hernandez big boots him. At one point, Jimmy Uso Irish whips. Uh, let me see. I think I read that word. Okay. So Jimmy Uso hits the Irish whip, and uh, Jay Uso hops in the ring, and they both do a, a double super kick. I typed it weird. Um, Hernandez drops, then rolls out of the ring. We see the Usos get hype, and Jay Uso says, "Go Us." Jimmy runs and does a suicide dive on Homicide. We see Jay Uso get hype, and then do a suicide dive to Hernandez, and the crowd is chanting CBW as they're doing that. Um, and they're like, they're getting hyped. They're like, "Yeah!" So they getting hyped. They're feeling the energy. Homicide goes for uh, one point. Homicide goes for a crossbody off the apron on Jay Uso. Jay catches him, and he's probably and he's like in that world strongest slam position. He pops him up into a fireman's carry, and then throws him in the air. And Jimmy Uso catches him and does the does the Samoan drop onto the barricade. Um, Hernandez does a running bicycle kick to Jimmy Uso, uh, which lays him out for a second. Um, and Homicide opens up the chair, puts Jimmy Uso uh, in a tree of woe. With his head on the chair, he does a flying double foot stamp off the top. He goes to pin him, but his foot is on the rope. Like he's like his foot's just like like he's just like kind of laid out. So it's not like he tried to do it; it's just kind of laid out. So he got the rope break that way. Okay. Um, then we see Hernandez go for the border toss at the end on Jimmy Uso. He starts walking towards the ropes to throw him out the ring. Um, Jay Uso slides in the ring, pulls him off, and we get another double super kick. Jay Uso does a running plancha to homicide outside the ring. Now Jimmy Uso climbs the top rope and does the Uso splash um, to pin to pin uh, Homicide, my fault, to pin him and he gets the win. 
would like to start? I'll go. I'll give you a five. I think it's a really good <laughs> match. Um, I like the heel stuff in it. Um, I think they would. I think they would both are really, really. I think LAX is a super. The original LAX is an underrated tag team. W the Usos are. I definitely. I'd argue they're a top five tag team ever. So I think they'd put really a really good match on. Yeah, I'll give you a five. All right, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to give you a 3.75 because it was a good match. I think it could have been better because I think that this should have been a triple threat match. Uh, because, yeah, I understand that. But, the yeah, with the rude one, sorry. the It should have been a triple threat because it was predictable. I knew the Usos were going to win as soon as you announced the match because the Usos were the babyface team to go up against the rude ones. If you set up LAX versus the Rude Ones, it seems weird because I don't know who to cheer for. Mm. Um, so that's that's my biggest concern. It, it just feels like a really big concern to me. So I'm, I'm going to keep you with the 3.75. I, I really wish the Rude Ones were in this match. I think I think there was a, there's a an opportunity missed. They're so over the guy. Even, even if they're, they're, they're too over now. <laughs> they, they do heel shit to get out the match, and now they're like. I, love, even, I actually like that heel shit. I actually probably that probably actually got you over the top to the five. You know what I would have liked more? Shit. I would have liked more if they would have come out like mid match and freshly freshly tanned. Freshly tanned. Uh, Lizzie Rude, you know, distracts. Also, that's canon now. I, I don't want you to hear it. I don't want to hear it called Miss Liz ever again. Miss Elizabeth. It's Lizzie Rude. Like, Lizzie Rude. Uh, maybe, maybe they get on commentary and start talking shit. They had the Cammy Fitting appointment, man. They... But the, I, their Cammy <laughs> appointment couldn't take that long. No, but it's like, I mean, they're just, they're, 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 you don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, that's not the reason why they just didn't want to do it. They're just like being lazy, being healed. So they didn't want to wrestle. So that was the way of getting out of it. I still feel like it, I understood I, what you're doing. I just feel like I, it. I feel like they're, they could have been more, they still could have been involved prevalent without being there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we were telling the story about them, but then they weren't there. The story is that they're lazy assholes. It just, the it, it, for you. it, yeah, that, that, that's them. <laughs> hey, they love them. They love them now. <laughs> I, I honestly was really hoping to go in to give this a five. I was really, really hoping because I, I, I'll be, I'll be real. I felt really bad thus far because <laughs> I'm really trying. Nah, give them, give them the, give them. But the, I gotta get a three think? seven five. Give me my coins. You said three seven five. I gotta go three seven five. I just felt like there could have been more. We, you could have worked them in there. That's yeah. All. I I also like I loved it. I do wish that the rude ones were in the match, but honestly, it was like perfect kill shit, and I'm not mad at that. You um, could have even my, just send out Elizabeth. Yeah, she's but my, yeah, that that is true. like yeah, even she's, she's also tanned. <laughs> but um, no, but I, I feel like honestly, like the, the my one knock was that the placement on the on the card. Like that could have been the opening match because that that pulled me in. That really like put me where I was like, okay, I want to watch the rest of this now. And yeah. so, other than that, like to me, it was great. So, I, if like a four point four point seven five. Does anyone else imagine this just happening in like a, a gym uh, 
gymnasium somewhere. Like, why is it? Wait, wait. Why is it? Like, it's my brand. It's always the most dirtiest gym. <laughs> I was, he was I, I, the think, had, I had WrestleMania. I, I had WrestleMania. They were like, "Well, it's probably gonna be in somebody's gymnasium." I'm like, "Why can I have?" I didn't say it was dirty. Super dome. It could be a very clean gym. I just imagine this being. It's a very clean gym. Shut up, poverty franchise. I imagine a small arena, not a. Okay. Not a gym. I, I could imagine like a little, a little venue. <laughs> I, with- I, didn't ima- I mean, I imagine it like, I'm not imagining like WWE size, but I'm imagining like Hammerstein. Bigger than, bigger than Ring of Honor. Yeah, no, bigger than Hammerstein. Like AEW size? Yeah, yeah, probably. Mm, no, I'm, I can't. I can't. It was a little bit of respect. <laughs> Prime Impact. Prime impact. I'm t- you're thinking impact, the impact zone where it was just. <laughs> Just, a, right. just one tier up. It's the current impact zone in Canada where it's just flat. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't going to say that after this match. Y'all ready for me? Yeah. All right. Get ready Let's for go. this shit. I'm also I, not dissing y'all. I'm, I'm on y'all's side. Like, I don't so, know. This is no, really no, 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 no. I'm talking about Mike. Okay. Mike always, Mike has always been doing it to my brand. I'm really fucking trying. I'm, it's the superhero <laughs> tournament all over again. Yeah. I'm really trying to give you guys something good. You guys wanted me to to, to not just rate with everyone. Like I, I, I rode for you. I rode for you. Do what you're supposed to do. Do it. Do oh, that's fine. I'm just like I'm, I'm just like damn. We gotta have. We gotta be in a gym somewhere. Like we can't. We you can't gotta, do it like you, y'all. <laughs> you also gotta remember. Again, and, and I can't stress this, you, it's yours to lose. Like, you guys are coming in oh, this. Oh, I, I feel that. like we're expecting something. Getting, they're judging you harder. Oh, no, no, I already, already knew what it was. I already knew what it was coming in. But say, and then the fact but that we got, Donald, we got Donald Trump backing us. Okay. And y'all are like, asking for us. You do have Donald five. Trump. You guys are definitely in a bigger arena then. Yeah, almost. We have Donald Trump and we have, well, I can say John Trump. But it's not racist like Donald but. Trump, right? <laughs> so. I, I assumed he was very. This is like I'm not, not going to get into that. This, this isn't that kind like of show. Jeff Bezos level kind of shit. Like right. he's like he's killing his workers, oh, but he's not oh, a president. Hold on, did you just say, did you just say I assumed he is racist? <laughs> he said, yeah, he said. Kenny, is that what hey, you said? Uh, Kenny definitely. I didn't say This is not the bad guy sport. I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to weird. I'm arresting. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to get these fives for us, Kenny. Ready. All right, I, I, so I'm this ready. is a TLC match for the CBW TV title. And this is going to be the champion Rob Van Dam defending against Jerry Lynn, Matt Riddle, <laughs> John Morrison, Ricochet, and Sean O'Hare. <laughs> One of these wait, men does wait, not belong. Wait, which version of Sean O'Hare? <laughs> you know it's that 2003 lit-ass Sean O'Hare. Buddy. The devil's, the devil's, the devil's <laughs> yeah. advocate? Yep, and he's being managed okay. by James Mitchell now. okay. Okay, can you go over the list again? Yes. So it's RVD, the champion, defending against Jerry Lynn, Matt Riddle, John Morrison, Ricochet, and Sean O'Hare. Okay. I see what you guys are doing. I, I see what's going on. He's the cane role. I get it, but... So, after RVD's successful <laughs> TV title defense against Petey Williams in the past, Jerry Lynn comes out and gets, a, gets in his face for a big pop. At the following turmoil, Lynn comes out and formally challenges him. Commissioner Knoxville comes out and says, as much as he, we'd all love to see a final, RVD versus Jerry Lynn, there are four challengers on a hot streak that are ahead of him in line. He names the challengers and then books a six-man tag match, and he says that if Lynn's team with John Morrison and Sean O'Hare can beat RVD, uh, Ricochet, and Matt Riddle, then they will have a six-man TLC match for the championship. Uh okay. So the match ended up basically being a clusterfuck with a brawl ended up outside the ring. 
But Lynn ended up throwing his partner Morrison back in the ring before the 10 count to secure the win and book the match. The following weeks, there were scrambled singles matches between the competitors, and the, the momentum is currently in favor of Sean O'Hare and Ricochet, who have not lost any of those matches. So, to the actual match. Before you get into the actual match, I have a question. Yes. So, for that stipulation for the match. Yes. Can you go over that again? So, if Jerry Lynn's team beat RVD's team, then the, the match gets booked. Jerry Lynn gets included in a six-man TLC match for the title. What if they lose? Well, then he's going to have to wait behind four other fucking people. Okay. Um, so it basically turned into a clusterfuck outside the ring, and Riddle threw, not Riddle, uh, Lynn threw his own partner, Morrison, in the ring to beat the 10 count. He was probably beating up his own partner and then threw him in the ring. Because uh, it was just turning, the match just turned into a six man clusterfuck. Uh, so uh, while everybody starts fighting in the ring when the match starts, RVD slides out of the ring and grabs a chair. He gets on the top rope and does a diving kick with a chair into Riddle. Jerry Lynn is laid out with a ladder across his body. Riddle schoolboys RVD and lifts him for the slam, the powerbomb, on top of Jerry Lynn. Like the one-arm powerbomb kind of thing. Uh, Ricochet does a running uh, plancha to Morrison outside the ring. Uh, Riddle falcon arrows Morrison off the top rope and through a table. The ladder is bridged between the barricade and the apron where Sean O'Hare hits Jerry Lynn with an iconoclasm off the ladder and into the bridge ladder. Uh, Riddle and O'Hare end up on the apron trading punches. Riddle hits him with one that dazes him, and then Riddle Russian leg sweeps him off the apron onto a table. Jerry Lynn, and uh, through a table, excuse me. Jerry Lynn and RVD are fighting outside the ring. Morrison is climbing the ladder. Ricochet springboards himself and lands on the ladder and climbs up as they trade punches. Morrison high kicks Ricochet, and Ricochet falls off. Morrison looks at the TV title and then looks behind him at RVD and Lynn fighting and then moonsaults off the ladder and hits them both. Sean O'Hare back body drops Ricochet out of the ring and, Rick, and Ricochet catches Lynn with the head scissors as he's falling. Uh, Lynn does a cradle pile driver to riddle off the second turnbuckle and onto a chair. Sean O'Hare throws Jerry Lynn over the barricade. He climbs over and keeps swinging on him. Ricochet climbs the turnbuckle and hits a double moonsault and hits them outside the ring. Uh, Riddle does a uh, cork, springboard corkscrew moonsault to Ricochet and Lynn on the outside. O'Hare military lift presses Lynn and tosses him outside the ring and through a table. RVD with the chair in hand hits Morrison. Uh, has a chair in his hand, and then Morrison hits him with a flying chuck uh, with a chair into his face. Morrison runs and grabs the turnbuckle post and holds himself in the air horizontally and then hits an elbow drop on Lynn. Morrison's getting all the hype, getting hot. Runs into the ring and does a one-legged springboard, and uh, hops onto the turnbuckle. Then does a corkscrew body onto O'Hare and Ricochet on the outside. Morrison slides in the ring at the same time as RVD. They have a very exhausted exchange. Morrison tries to hit him with a uh, top rope moonlight drive, but RVD reverses it and kicks him off. He then hits the five-star frog splash. Afterwards, he climbs the ladder and pulls down the belt while crying. He sits on the ladder with the title held above his head, basically in tears. That was RVD? Yeah. So RVD retained? Yes. Why is he crying? Because <laughs> <laughs> that match you just survived. I'll go first. Curtain. I'll go first. All right. I have no complaints. That's a five. Let's go. Finally. Mm. We got him. I liked everything about that. We got him, boys. 
Here, I'll go next. Um, I also loved everything about it. And I know that I was like, hey, let's just be not give any fives, but I, I, it's, <laughs> it's, a five. like, it's a five. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you went into all this not wanting to give anyone fives. That's bullshit. I'm kidding. <laughs> Collusion, stop the steal. I'm not kidding. I don't want to give anybody fives. <laughs> I don't want to, but you know. <laughs> if you earn it, you earn it. That's all I mean. I want yeah. to give people fives. Damone, you can go next because I feel like. No, you go next. Uh, what do you go next? All right, I'll go, I'll go next. I'm not giving you a five. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't like Sean O'Hare being in this match at all. Is there a reason? He just does, it just doesn't feel right. He doesn't. Well, he, 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 he can fly like any cruiserweight. Don't don't Kenny, forget what Kenny, he can fucking Kenny, do. Yeah, Kenny. Did you watch Sean O'Hare wrestle? Yes, but I still don't. I don't like it. I don't want him here. I don't like it. It's so it's irking me so bad that he's in this match. I also really didn't want Matt Riddle, but I wasn't gonna say anything because I feel like I'd be a hater. But I, I, I did, at least you made remember sense. that poll I took in the match where I had y'all vote for between three wrestlers. Y'all voted for Sean O'Hare, motherfuckers. Okay, that's great. There's there's ways to use guys. Not not this isn't the way to use Sean O'Hare. Um it just it was a it was a cool match. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a 4. I wholeheartedly disagree with Travis on the Sean O'Hare take. I like the fact that you paired him. He's doing the devil's advocate de- gimmick and you paired him with James Mitchell. I think that's really good. The thing is, I feel like he should have won. I feel like RVD winning now. You don't have oh. any challengers. Hold so, on, hold on, one second, one second. Oh, we got second. Sorry, sorry. Deep. With that being said, I got, I've got to, I've got to adjust because I forgot that was one of my points. I'm gonna drop you to a three point five because I didn't five. like RVD three winning. Five, go three seven five. Come on, give him my three point five. Like listen, listen. I didn't want RVD to win, and I didn't want him. I didn't like him fucking crying. What is he crying for? Because he's wrestled the hardest match. match of his career. That's so stupid. Like all the matches he's been in, get the fuck out of here. He didn't yeah. cry in none of those matches. TLC. I don't yeah. care. It would have been different if he was the challenger. Like he and, and he just won the title, and it was right. like the biggest moment of his career. Maybe then he can cry, but there's no reason for him to fucking cry. Right. So I'm gonna give you a four, a four point five. I think the match would be really good. The match itself. I like. I actually really like Sean O'Hare in it. I actually think he should have won because it would have helped build his legitimacy. Um, but I and I feel like you guys kind of went with the safe choice of having RVD win. So I'm, I'm going to give you a four point seven five. Um, I, I think RVD winning was. And I, I don't like it. the crying thing. Like I, it, yeah. it, it, it doesn't really make any sense. Like, why is he crying? He, you just retained the title. I you think don't need to I, cry. I think the only thing is, if RVD didn't go in as champion, him winning would have been better. Right. But I still, I'm still gonna give it a five. So yeah. I also feel like I would yeah, rather have seen seen RVD and Matt Riddle as a tag team than I would want to see them. I actually suggested that idea, but uh, that that one got chopped. You know, eliminated the chopping board. So <laughs> that, that, was, that was one of my ideas right. that we threw out there. Uh, how the many, dirt sheet. If you don't mind me asking, how many matches do you have left? Um, we got a promo and three more matches. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play an ad. I don't have a segue. Are you tired? Tired of those other energy drinks hitting you with a short burst of jittery energy, followed by a crash that leaves you with less energy than you had before? 
Ray's energy drinks are specifically formulated to get you going without making you jittery and keeps you from crashing. With zero sugars, zero calories, and better caffeine than a cup of coffee, Ray's energy drinks are the number one growing energy drink on the market. With flavors like Baja Lime, Sour Gummy Worm, Guava Mango, and Strawberry Clotta, Ray's has some of the best tasting energy drinks available. You can get a case of Ray's right now by going to repsports.com and you can plug in code T1THREE when you check out to take 15% off of your next order. It's promo code T13 for 15% off of your next order of better, tastier energy. Okay. I think so, T13 has some other things to promote. And uh, before we make Kenny big, I, I'm going to do the promo before the next match. Um, uh, put me big. You got make, me big. make Travis big. He's got something for us, too. Uh, check us out right after Book It. Uh, we're going to do a um, live episode of teeing off with Travi T and the Bad Guy under its new format. Um, so if you like uh, combat sports, boxing, MMA, pro wrestling, definitely come check us out and hear me and Kenny argue. Yeah, they got, they're going to be uh, – what are you guys doing live for, if I may ask? Uh, well, we're just we always do it live, but we, live. we just we're just returning. We we it's haven't done live return. Yeah, we haven't done a done a episode in a while. I was wondering if there was like a UFC event or something that we should be checking out because I know y'all give the best UFC coverage on the internet. That's true. <laughs> true. Y'all make me almost like watching UFC. We're, I would say we're the best. We're the best. How about <laughs> say make best Ron big? He's doing this. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is just a brief little thing. Uh, it's not like even a full segment. They even be rated. It's just like kind of move a story along. Uh, so Gilbert Godfrey does a backstage interview with cruiserweight champion Gar- Johnny Gargano along with Candice LeRae. Johnny says that he's disgusted that he's the only champion not defending his title tonight. He is a main event star while idiots like Cameron Grimes and the Sandman can make their own matches. He says management better start giving him the challenge and the spotlight that he deserves before he goes on strike. He says any match, any wrestler, any time. Big match John. Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano is a gift in that ring and a gift to CBW's bank account until he's gone and then storms off and that's it that's not it's just kind of pushing the story along um well damone is still not here i'm gonna go ahead and just play our other ad your body and the bodies you're loving deserve nothing but the best organic leaven is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products from body safe adult toys to sex positive books and erotic seminars organic leaven's online store has everything you and your partner or partners could ever need to heat things up and right now your friends at t13 want to take 10 percent off of your next order just go to organicleaven.com and use promo code t1three like the sound the bed makes when you check out organic leaven love organically Purely, deeply, boldly. All right. All right, um, Kenny, take us to our next match. You got some big stuff for us. All right. <clears throat> In recent months, Charlotte Flair, um, she won the women's championship. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I read that all the way weird. Okay. In recent months, Charlotte Flair won the women's championship, humiliating Carmella in her hometown. This turned her heel in a, um, in a double turn, but the negative reactions were there beforehand. Last month, she defended it in controversial fashion against Be- Bianca Belair using rope leverage on the figure eight and getting away with it. 
Charlotte berates the fans, saying they get their opinions from dirt sheet dorks like uh, Meltzer and Sean Ross sat instead of appreciating the best to ever best to ever get in the ring. She brags about her influence in the business. She's above the rules. She's above the division and above the belt. Bianca says that Charlotte knows she can't beat her fair, so she's not, so she's not going to make her try. She's going to cut the middleman by facing Charlotte under extreme rules. Bianca may not have corporate behind her, but she can whoop some corporate ass. Charlotte says maybe winning this match will please the idiots in this crowd and shut and shut them up, shut them up about her for good. So now we're in the actual match. So it is um, Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair in an extreme rules match for the CBW Women's Championship. Starts off Charlotte Flair does a stiff back chop to Bianca. Bianca retaliates with a hair whip to her stomach. Um, Flair Irish whips Bianca to the corner, goes for a corner spear. Bianca moves out the way and Flair hits the post. Charlotte grabs a chair. Bianca Belair um, super kicks the super kicks the chair into her face as they both fall. They both slowly get up, and Flair reveals her bloody nose. Bianca Belair does a 450 splash, but Flair kicks out of it um, when they go for the pin. Um, Bianca Belair has Flair in a big swing position outside the ring, and she like swings her and hits her head against the barricade. Um, Flair does a moonsault off the top rope to Bianca on the outside. Flair spears Bianca onto the steel steps. Uh, Charlotte exposes the concrete outside the ring and hits the natural selection. Flair goes for the figure four, but Bianca turns it around on her and Flair grabs the ropes. At one point, Flair hits a big boot that knocks her down for a little bit. Uh, Flair does her corkscrew moonsault off the top rope. She goes for the pin, but Bianca kicks out at two. At one point, Charlotte throws a bunch of chairs into this ring, but this gives Bianca time to get up. She hits the KOD on a chair, but Charlotte kicks out. Bianca had just hit Charlotte with a superplex onto a, uh, onto a pile of chairs, leaving them both laid out. Afterwards, mysterious music plays, and Awesome Kong walks down the ramp. She hits Bianca with an awesome bomb on the chairs and then does a re regular power bomb to Charlotte onto, on top of her. She puts her foot down on the pile of bodies and chairs, but the ref counts the pin because Charlotte is on top of Bianca. Who won? Charlotte. Because remember Kong, uh, awesome bomb Bianca onto a big pile of chairs, and then she threw Char like power bomb Charlotte on top of her, and then put her foot on the bodies, and Charlotte was on top, so the ref counted the pin. Is this mm -hmm. the first match between Charlotte and Bianca, like ever, or in this promotion? In this promotion, no. Remember the in the build that they had a match together where Charlotte cheated. And uh, use the rope leverage on. Oh yeah, for, oh yeah, you're right. For so that's okay. why Bianca said extreme rules because you might have corporate behind you and be able to okay. get away with the rules, but no rules now. Okay. Who wants to go first? I, I, I'll go first. Um, so I I thought it was a good match. I do think it made Bianca Belair look pretty weak in terms of you know she hit the KOD on a chair and still a kick out. Um. I the the finish I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite but it did I don't know oh <laughs> I didn't love it there I'll say it um it was it, it did feel like it was a uh, like especially towards the end just kind of came unraveled and so I'll give it a three point five I can go next I'm gonna give you a a four. I think the match itself would have been okay. Would have been good. I do agree about her Bianca hitting the KOD and it not finishing. 
Charlotte, I don't really didn't love. Uh, but I also I like that you're insult inserting awesome Kong into the feud. I just feel like I don't I feel like the finish feels clunky when you have her hit the like hit the hit an awesome bomb and then put Charlotte like Charlotte ends up on top of her. If you were gonna do that, I feel like you could have had her hit the move attack both of them or just attack Bianca and then have Charlotte like crawl her way and put the one arm and get the pin. Yeah, yeah. She I did attack like, both of them because she hit a power bomb on Charlotte onto Bianca and then right. I feel like you could have had I feel like you could I feel like it makes both Bianca and Charlotte look super weak. Like I know it's built it helps awesome Kong, but not really those two. So I'm gonna give you a four. Because I feel like you could have had her awesome Kong do that. Charlotte like be able to just survive and like get her arm over her <laughs> and get the pin. It just felt kind of clunky. And why would the referee count the I get it's extreme rules, but and someone's on feels, top just, of the shoulder down. It just feels kind of clunky. And remember, those refs are definitely in Charlotte's pocket, probably in the storyline. So are they or not? You're the, you write it. I mean, <laughs> they let her get away with leverage on the figure eight, and okay, that was so, part of the storyline that the store that the company's behind Charlotte. Okay. So yeah, where does the money come from? What do you mean? Who's paying the refs off? Is it the company? Uh, could could be Charlotte, could be Donald Trump himself. You never know. You're Dude. you're making it hard for me to give you what I was going to give you. Well, then Do don't ask questions know? to set me up, Mike. Well, don't don't bring Donald Trump. I, Kenny, you got to eat that one. <laughs> don't 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 tie Charlotte up with Donald Trump. Okay, all I'm going to say is is that you know the, you know Charlotte is the heel. She's got corporate behind her. She's the best star. So she's getting above the rules and she's getting away with it, is what I'm uh, saying. So real quick before Mike gives his, she's going to be favored. Thinking, what was what did Danny and Demone give it again? Uh, Danny did three point five. Yeah, and Demone then Demone did, did, four. did four. Okay, Mike, uh, go ahead. I like the whole thing. I wasn't fond on the ending, but I think the right person won. I'm giving it a four point seven five. Let's fucking go. I feel like this match just was like there wasn't I wasn't invested <laughs> this match just was like it just was there I wasn't invested I didn't really sure I don't know what it is I like both competitors I like the match just felt like it just it happened and it didn't necessarily need to like you could have done this on Tuesday night turmoil and saved yourself, rules, a, saved yourself some money yeah I don't know. I just, I'm gonna give you a three. I feel like it just mid. It's just there. I think the thing that held you back was the finish for me. At least yeah, for me, yeah. Was the it, I feel like when you're doing something like this, like it. Here's here's a good example for me. I was expecting a definitive finish, and then you did the the Bray Wyatt or the, the Fiend versus Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. Oh, don't 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 compare it to that. That's what I feel like. Don't do this, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this. That's I would, what I, that's I, what I, I think. think. That's a, I think that's a kind of a fair assessment because now neither now you got to do a triple. You're forced to do a triple threat, and they both look to do nothing. If you don't do a triple threat, you, you it kind of makes Bianca look terrible because she, she got she got screwed. Out. She got screwed and didn't do shit about it. 
I'm also like confused on on Awesome Kong's place. Like if she, because if she was, let's say, if she was helping Charlotte, because that's what she ended up doing. Why why power bomb? I don't like, think I think that was the power bomb. Like the pin getting Charlotte oh. to win was coincidental. Yeah, like Charlotte got walked. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't trying to help Charlotte win. She was just beating the fuck out what? of both of them. Okay, okay so, okay, so okay. I have another question. Uh, maybe this got answered and I missed it. Has Awesome Kong been? Was this her debut? Yes. Okay. Okay. What did I give you? I'll give you an extra ten cents. Four dollars and four eight. Four because I was thinking I was gonna give you ten cents, but I wasn't gonna be the one to do it. So I'll give you yeah. three point one. For it being for it being her debut, we almost got a quarter. That's a, that's a good our debut. Coins. That's a good debut. <laughs> We're getting our coins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I kind of did the pile of bodies thing because I kind of wanted that to be like a moment per se, where like she's got the fucking you know foot on the bodies, just fucking you know. Yeah, you're building. Awesome Kong better win this fucking title in the next pay per view. That's all the fuck I know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, she yeah she better. The way you just built her up, that she destroyed the two biggest faces of your com- your women's division. All right, so the next match make me big. This is this is gonna be a big match. We got two, we got a double header main event. <laughs> hold we'll up, hold up. up. Kenny over there is scratching out their plans for next pay per view. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, you put those heads, you put those uh, those glasses on top of your head, and you were moving around, and it looked like you look like Coolio. You look like you had the just the two <laughs> Coolio braids sticking out the top of your head. Right. Oh. <laughs> so with this match, I'm going to read some of the build-off before I uh, announce uh, the match. So Shawn Michaels is at a lengthy t- run with the World Championship and is on top of the world. And this is like heel 90s HBK. Is this your main event? Mm-mm. No, no it's one, one of my two main events. Event. Doubleheader, baby. <laughs> uh, he jokes about retiring on top because no one could slow him down. And then some familiar music plays. And out comes a debuting AJ Styles, and this is on Tuesday Night Turmoil, not at the show, uh, who comes out to say that there's one guy he hasn't faced yet. There's one guy he cannot beat. And then uh, Shaw interrupts his promo saying that he's the better version of AJ at everything. He looks the part better. He talks the part better. And he wrestles the part better. He's the face of the company. And AJ says Shaw might be a little better with words, but he is better at making a statement. And then he slaps Sean in the face. Uh, who's go. the face and who's the heel in this? AJ's the face, Sean's the heel. Thank you. I feel this like is, this, this is Michaels uh, like pissing off Canada, Sean Michaels. Like, okay, that's, that's what I was really hoping for. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, like, like 97, Sean. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I'm assuming this is. I'm assuming this is prime AJ. This like, is yes. short, this is short this is hair AJ Styles. TNA AJ. Yep. Okay. TNA AJ. Okay. TNA AJ. Um, is they so getting I, ready to fly? Is that yeah, the of, course, of course? Okay. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that, that's the music that hit. No tights. Okay. He has. He has the. He has the little shorts, like the little short things he has. He has he's wearing that. He's wearing that. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with it. The hoodie vest. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so AJ stepping through the ropes to leave the ring, and then Sean kicks him off the apron. And then he goes outside the ring and beats him down, throws him into the steps and into the barricade, and then uh, walks away. The next week, AJ comes out to start the show and says he came into this motivated by championships and competition, but seeing after how seeing how Sean does business, he wants to fight. So throughout the night, he's searching the whole arena. He's knocking on doors, kicking down shit, looking for Sean. He's gonna fight him. 
and then uh, at the end of the show, AJ is walking out of the building to leave. And then uh, Sean catches him with a surprise super kick in the parking lot and stands over him. Uh, all right. At the go-home show, there's a contract signing. And before sign, uh, signing the contract, Sean asks AJ if his fragile ego can handle going back home to his family a loser. Uh, he says that there's nothing the Indies can offer that can prepare him for this. He's going to make AJ look stupid for even showing up to his show and trying to take his championship. He's going to make him look stupid for even trying. Uh, and then AJ says that he's made a career out of doing things the right way. He never exploited the business, and he made it purely based on his skill. Uh, the fans have noticed the difference, and his legacy will go down untainted, unlike Sean's. He says, uh, Sean needed two careers to do what AJ did in one. AJ says that Sean has far too many skeletons in his closet to comment on AJ's personal life and then starts listing off some of the shit Sean did over the years before Sean sucker punches him. AJ starts to get better at the fight at the contract signing until Sean kicks him in the nuts and runs out of the ring, pointing to his brain. So the match starts off at the show, really technical, both trying to get to the dominant position until HBK gets behind him. AJ snapmares him and H uh, HBK goes flying out of the ring. Uh, AJ goes for a figure four, but uh, Sean pushes his rear with his foot. AJ kips up and hits a drop kick. AJ goes for a tornado head scissors, but HBK turns it into a sidewalk slam. Sean moonsaults off the top rope to AJ outside of the ring. AJ hits a double underhook sit-out powerbomb. Uh, Sean does a running forearm splash, but they both do a kip-up at the same time, uh, and then AJ hits him with a discus lariat. Uh, Sean goes for sweet chin music, but AJ moves out of the way and the ref is hit. And then uh, AJ hits a Pele. Uh, AJ hits some of the Styles Clash, but the ref is still knocked out. Uh, Sean gets up, hits him with a buckle bomb. He goes for a diving elbow, but AJ gets the knees up. AJ goes for the uh, phenomenal forearm, and uh, the ref gets up. Uh, Sean later goes... Uh, Sorry, uh, ref gets up, but Sean kicks out. Slater leads to Sean hitting a superplex. Uh, after this, they both look super tired. Sean goes to grab his leg, but AJ hits a uh, kip-up head scissors. AJ Irish whips him into the corner, uh, and Sean kind of rolls up the turnbuckle as he always does. Uh, AJ does a spin-out powerbomb, and then he hits a springboard 450, and he gets the one, two, three, and AJ Styles is your new CBW World Heavyweight Champion. So is so he hits like the spinal tap? No, no, it's that springboard four fifty he had as a finisher for a little bit. Okay. The spinal tap is sick though. I wish he'd bring that back. I don't think he physically can anymore. <laughs> we'll make him. Next match. Fosbury flop two. Um, I'm gonna give you a five. I think it was a really good match. I like the build. Um I I like that you use Prime AJ, get ready to fly. Um, yeah, Prime HBK and Prime HBK. I think these two would put on a fucking show. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give you five. All right, I'm gonna get my hater take out of the way real quick before it. anybody else does it. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give you a 4.25. Okay, that's good for a hater take. Yeah, I, it was a good match, everything was good. So, there's two things that I don't like. Okay, um, I don't like the mic just fell down. 
Um, I don't like the uh, sitting right up. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It just <laughs> damn it. Tell him. <laughs> I, I hate that. You're <laughs> Mike's getting nothing but point fives on you guys. The next show. Sorry, Devon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I didn't like the the I'm I'm came here to I came here for legacy, but now I want to fight. I didn't I didn't like that from AJ Styles. It was it's like that TikTok. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> Uh, that's not what I want to see from AJ Styles. <laughs> I don't want to see him hunting people down backstage. Like, that's not... I think that there was a million ways we could have went with this storyline, <laughs> and the way you decided to go was a little awkward. Not what, not not vintage AJ, as uh, Michael Cole would say. But, and then also, to tie into that, if he's looking for a fight so bad, why are they tying up and doing... Technical wrestling exchanges. Why didn't he come out swinging? I just think the storyline and the match needs to, to match up. That's my that's my thoughts. Okay, I can go next. Um, I, oh, I I did I did love it. Um, I do feel like AJ like the person AJ Styles, not the the character, would be that you're not that guy, pal. But um, <laughs> but I. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's the actual guy that says that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're, right. like you're, not, you're not that guy. Like, like someone Trust in me. a grocery store asked him to wear a mask or something. But anyway, um, so uh, I, I did. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I um, do feel like them like just going at each other, like that. That kind of that didn't. Of course, it didn't kill anything because it was great. But um, you know. I feel like if if they did wrestle each other, they would have it. W- it would be kind of on the same level of like not the same level, but reminiscent of like The Rock and Hulk Hogan of like they're gonna stare each other down for a while before they even trade a blow. And so, it, other than that, I, I give it a four point seven five. Ah, uh, I I just want to say I disagree on that. I don't believe that they would. Uh do the Hogan stare down. I think this would be a, the opposite of that. I think this would be way more like one upsmanship, which is what I, why I'm not going to knock you for them. Not like immediately coming to blows. I feel like it would be them trying to like one up each other. That's, I, where, that's where I had it technical. Like, cause it's pretty much start off. Like, you know, they look at each other. It's just like kind of a little, the grab. And then it's just, they're trying to arm wrench and a couple snapmares. They've kind of, it's like, like it starts off like that. Okay, let me let me defend my point real quick. I agree that's how the match should have went. However, the storyline that was implemented, he specifically says, I'm not here to wrestle, I'm here to fight you. That that was that week at the weekly show, though, because uh, Sean had surprise attacked him. It's though. the sto- storyline, though. I, I get what you're saying, Travis. I, I I do get what you're saying. You're putting him, you're presenting him as this guy that wants, <clears throat> wants vengeance, wants like, to, is filled with rage. Right. It was kind of like a, what I meant to kind of portray it as kind of like a loss of respect kind of thing because, you know, he wanted to go face the, that one elusive battle and then Sean acted like a dickhead. So he he's kind of like a loss of respect. It's like, all right, motherfucker, I'm going to show you. I feel like you could have right. there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock you for it because I already gave you the five. But I feel like there you could have done like a I'm better than you. And I'm, I'm going to prove at the pay-per-view that I'm better than you. And all you're talking – and all your antics don't mean anything. Instead of going Agreed. for like, though, we're gonna fight because they're not gonna like fight. Fight. They're not brawlers. Yeah, 
I mean, right. they can be. You could have done that match, but you didn't. That's that's my thoughts. Yeah. So when you when it was presented that way, I was like, mm. I probably made us use different words, but that was kind of what I was portraying as like a loss of respect. Like, all right, motherfucker, yeah. you want to make this? Personal? I didn't. I didn't get that. And if you would have, if you would have used, if you would have changed it to show that a little bit better, you probably got a five out of me. Right, Can Mike. you do me a favor? Yes. Uh, when AJ and Sean first go face to face, they they have those promos. Can you? I think it was AJ. Can you or Sean? Can you tell me what he said? Uh, so he interrupts AJ's promo and says, um, uh, basically that he's the better version of him at everything. He mm-hmm. looks the part better. He wrestles mm-hmm. the part better. He mm-hmm. talks the part better. Mm-hmm. He is that that guy. You he know what you missed? Say AJ. He is you, that guy. Pal. You know what you missed? <laughs> What's that? You missed a sexual innuendo spot that would have taken uh, that over the edge, especially for '97 Shawn Michaels. So I'm thinking DX Shawn Michaels. He would he would have said had some sort of sexual sexual innuendo saying that he fucked better or something. Not say, words, say, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and according what's, what's his wife's what's his wife's name? Wendy. And according to Wendy, I performed the part better. Exactly. That would have given you a five, but you didn't give me what I wanted. Give me yeah. what I want, John. Uh, I mean, you could say that happened in canon right now. All this foreplay. Yeah, I did like. I didn't uh, like that. Oh. <laughs> I didn't like what. Mike well, said. you already rated. Oh, you already no, rated. No, no, I like. I I like that part of the performance. He didn't like what John. Didn't he didn't like what Mike, Mike said to you. Yeah, give me what I want. Yeah, give me. Yeah, I didn't like that. Want. Yeah, especially uh, since he's leaning like, into his computer when he says it. That, 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 so that, now, Mike. That that that's that's fine. You're getting a four point seven five. Fuck you. Because I didn't get. I didn't get. I didn't get the sexual innuendo from Sean. You did. I gave it to you. <laughs> no, I gave it to him. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Organic Get our final match. Time for the main event. All right, so we have a special sit-down interview of CM Punk done by Mr. Kennedy, and it's promoted for an episode of Tur- uh, Tuesday Night Turmoil. Mr. Kennedy asks him questions about his role models, dream matches, and how he wants to be remembered. In each of these, he spins it to throw a shot at Stone Cold Steve Austin. He says he loved what Austin represents, but grew to see it was all fake his dream match turned into a bone to pick he wants to be remembered for actually being what he says he is unlike austin austin tweets that austin tweets that night that he will see cm punk and talk about it face to face at the end of the next show austin makes his signature entrance and gives the crowd what they want he says he thought punk was tough was tougher than the whiny belly aching sob that he saw last week he says that punk's obsession with him won't end in confetti but with a mud hole in his eyes punk interrupts and says to give the gimmick a, a Sorry, I can't read. Punk interrupts and says to give the gimmick a break for two seconds and be a real person. He says that nothing the fans are cheering for when they see Steve is real. He claims to be anti-authority, but he'll kiss but he'll kiss ass like John and Dwayne. He claims to be a badass, but he'll throw fits and play politics like Sean Hunter and all of this all of this stupid click. I can't even read that. Oh, he gets interrupted. Like he's about to say, he'll play politics like Sean or Hunter, Sean, and all their stupid click, and then he gets fucking stunned. Oh, okay, my fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> Punk starts the next show by sitting in the ring, cutting a promo vowing to expose anything or anyone necessary to show the fans who Steve Austin really is. In the go-home show, Chris Jericho opens the weekly show by having them on the biggest highlight reel ever. Punk begins his tirade, but but one what by Austin causes the fan to go ballistic, causes the fans to go ballistic. 
He then tells Punk that chasing ghosts has paid off because he'll give Punk his dream match at Heat Wave if it means he'll finally shut the hell up. And that's all I got to say about that. He tells Punk to wipe that smile off his face because the only thing getting exposed is thin skin after an ice cold can of whoop ass. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold then throws a punch and misses and his Jericho. Yeah, Punk throws a punch as Steve's mid catchphrase, and then Steve ducks and Punk hits Jericho. Austin kicks Punk. Austin kicks Punk in the gut. Punk slides out of the ring while Austin's music plays. Austin stands on the ropes talking shit. So now we're at the actual event. Now um, they're face to face, like doing a little, like just talking. They're getting each other's face to talking shit. Then Stone Cold clotheslines him. Stone Cold mudhole stomps him. Mudhole stomps Punk. Then Iris whips him in the corner and go, does more mudhole stomps in the corner. Now. Punk goes for a running wheelbarrow, but Austin catches him and German suplexes him into the turnbuckle. Stone Cold is in the uh, at one point. Stone Cold is in the tree of woe. CM Punk jumps off the uh, off the top rope and does an elbow drop. At one point, uh, Stone Cold hits the Luthes press with punches. Then we see uh, Stone Cold hit a diving elbow. He tries to go for the pin, but Punk um, kicks out. Punk hits him with a corner corner shining wizard. Then the bulldog combo. Austin hits the neck breaker off the second rope. At one point, Austin does a little running middle finger uh, elbow drop. CM Punk goes for a spring, springboard clothesline, but Stone Cold stunners him out there. He goes for the pin, but Punk kicks out. Punk go, Punk hits the anaconda vice, but Austin refuses to tap. He uses his leg to like he's swinging his leg out and hits the ropes, and he, and he grips onto the ropes with both his legs. Um, while outside of the ring, Austin gets on the announcer's table. Punk sprints at him full speed, and Austin does a back body drop, and it puts him through the table. Um, Austin hits a spike. Uh, so basically, he like when he's running, he like pushes yeah. like, pulls him over. Yeah, hits the other uh, table. Um, Austin hits a spike pile driver at one point, and Austin hits a backdrop from the top rope. And then at one point, we see Punk flick off uh, Stone Cold and then hits a stunner on him. And then the uh, match ends with uh, Punk hitting the GTS for the win. Okay, I have a question. Why is this the main event? I was gonna say the same fucking thing. Cause it's two huge ass names. No, this should not be your main event over your fucking world title. It happens. Like, I mean, like. Oh, you're right. I this mean, isn't the world championship, is it? Right. No, no it's not. I mean, it's like, just two people who could have been fucking right before okay. this match. You know what? You guys just talked me up. Cause I thought he just. I thought they put CM Punk as the world champion again. No. And I was about to start chanting same so, old so, shit. So last same match. old shit. No, no, this is the bigger match. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is, the this, is just a, this is a moneymaker. This goes against everything that John lives for, though. And me. <laughs> yeah, I would say. I love both of these wrestlers. I mean, I'm not usually the bigger match over the world title, but this is such a big match that you have to put it there. No. Okay. Um, I don't know if I agree. Nope. I dis- I hard disagree. I think um, this could have been middle of the card. Granted, this my... is kind of presented as like a double header, though. Like both of those, like two main events that, kind of matches. That's great. That's great. But as CM Punk himself said, there's only one main event, motherfucker. You and he's in it. So you could have had this be like if you're gonna do the main event, co-main event. This could have been the co-main event, mm-hmm. and this in the title match should have been your main. This event. So you think that the other match is bigger the than? So wait, Absolutely. you think the other your match world, is bigger? Your yeah, world it, it should be the biggest also match. Also, it's AJ versus HBK. That's still a bit huge Yeah, but Punk and unless Draw you're doing a gimmick match, Unless you're doing a gimmick match uh, last, I feel like that would be, <coughs> that's the only reason to really have it after as a main event. If you're just having a 1v1, it should once not be a main event. Once in a lifetime event. type match, though. This, that's what this is like being presented as. Like once in a lifetime, huge no, it, 
This should not. It still doesn't matter. Shouldn't be. So you're saying Cena versus Cena versus Rock should have main evented WrestleMania over? Yes. Okay. I don't agree with that. What do you think, um, Kenny? Over Sam Punk's title match. I don't I agree. I don't agree, but but I get it. It's one of those things where I get it. Okay. So that's why I wasn't against it like that. I was just, okay. This like, should okay. not. But this isn't a WrestleMania, is it? This is just. This is. It's like a SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. This is um, not. This is not. Main this, this is one of our big. This. These are all big fours. This, this, this is all big fours. This. Um, I feel like you shouldn't. You should have gone off the air, with with your last match with AJ winning the title. Period. It, what, it doesn't, what, what it doesn't make it this, match, this, What? What do you think of the actual match, though? Pretty pretty sick, huh? Not the ending. The ending Dang. was trash. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the CM Punk wins tax. The, Here build, we go. the build was half okay. But it, there, there's... I'll, I'll straight up, I'll give you my rating. Aw, oh, hell. <laughs> it's at all hell. <laughs> uh, 2.5. Oh! Okay, I'm... Make this right to vote. <laughs> I'm not giving you a five. I, I can't. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't. I think you could have done so, so much more with the build. I feel mm-hmm. like you, you, it was, it was too much a straightforward. I want to have a dream match with you. We're going to have a dream match. Was, two matches was, in, was, a was right. two in a row. Two in a row. Yep. The last match yeah. too. Right. Wait, that, you that get that the same the, story twice. That was not the phrasing at all. Hold up. We, I got it's the same story. You can oh, use the same oh, basic God. story. So, John, John, I. Because Punk's thing was way more personal. Remember in the sit down interview, he was saying that at one point it was just, you know, he was an idol. It was a dream match. But he sees that Steve Austin is fake. That's the point he's getting. It's a he false profit thing, but it's still, still start a false idol thing, but it's still. It's way different I, from I Sean like and AJ. It's not way different. I, I it's still the basis like, of the story still starts with with uh hero and um fan. Yeah, and I'm now your we're now rivals. I also yeah. I he and said he was AJ gonna, was never a fan of Sean in my story in that one. He, to be he fair, he, he just showed up and said he wants the fucking title. He also he said there's he one never, guy you haven't beat, Sean, because Sean's beaten. You told us it was an elusive match. Yeah, as in Sean's so, beating everybody and AJ shows up and he got, goes and gets his mm-hmm. match. That's that's the big thing. I still think that, that should have been the main event. Like that's I, what. That's yeah, I think it's a. Bi- I think it's a big enough to be a main event. So I am gonna knock you for that. This shouldn't have been the main event. And also, I can't believe that y'all said that about this match. I'm just also, shook because this screams main event. This also, is like, if it if was, it was for title, like the title, yes, but it's not. But this it's match not is like bigger than a title, it's, and it's not like your title. I don't think so because your title match is also a dream match. If you have two dream matches on the same card and one's for the title, the one with the title should be the main event. Our logic was but, the one with the bigger stars was the main event. But also, bigger stars the title. I, like I said, I don't. I feel like you could have done so much more with the build. Build like CM Punk says he's gonna expose him, but he didn't really expose him. He just said, "I'm gonna expose you." Well, and uh, didn't I didn't really write out that, that whole promo, but like I said, that he cuts a promo where he just sits in the ring and kind of just goes off about it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you, yes, but so you didn't give it to me, so I, yeah. can't, I gotta kind of, I can't read your mind, so I kind of gotta knock you for that. I'm gonna give you a three point seven five for this. I think you could have done so much. I also think you could have with you could have done stuff with the straight edge. And punk, I, I and, about punk and, I punk and Austin, obviously Austin drinking all the time. You could have led into like punk. He was his idol, just like his dad was his idol. And they're both alcoholics. You could have like done a bunch of stuff with that. I feel like, and so, I, you didn't. So 
three. I would have. I would have even been somewhere where straight edge versus Stone Cold being drunk. Yeah, I. I probably would have given that a higher rating. Mm-hmm. Um. I and John, I, I. I know that you you do the stories for the most part, right? Yes. I feel like you overcorrected from the last book at first. I feel like last book at first you reached for it and you really went for it. I feel like you overcorrected because you were afraid of getting a lower rating on some of that stuff, but your your bills just weren't what it, we they expect. weren't there. Yeah, I was expecting better a bigger build, especially and, and, for this match. Right, and a universe building. I feel like there's no universe building. And so I see this pay-per-view is a one-off, but I don't have any idea of what's going forward. And Austin Paul's going to be in the women's title I, picture. I was also expecting, <laughs> I don't know why, but I was also expecting something else to come out from that, from, uh, that first match with, uh, uh, Brian Kendrick and Keith Lee. Not saying seeing them again, but I, for some reason, I thought you were building something that we were going to see again in this pay per view that we we didn't see I'll anything. I, on, I don't I'll know. I thought maybe there was going to be something else. Like I thought maybe you're building like a, a a stable or something, but there's yeah. just something missing. And I I know you guys, you both of you can do better with what you have because you you have all the tools mike said mike said i'm not angry i'm disappointed (laughs) (laughs) i just i just i i expected maybe i expected better of you so much more i expected so much more and i do think in just listening i feel like there's an overcorrection also putting cm punk in the main event meaning you did not fucking read your audience (laughs) no you you didn't read one audience member the rest of the audience loves CM Punk. I don't yeah, know about chill Danny, out. but yeah. Danny, how you feel about CM Punk? <laughs> I'm okay with him. I, I okay. think I, I loved him more um, when he was actually wrestling, but over time, it's kind of just oh yeah, looking back, yeah, he's all right. Okay. But um, oh yeah, so I'll go ahead and, and rate. Mike. Did you rate um, Mike? Uh, oh, you gave two point five. Yeah, you gave, gave two point five. Yeah, I gave okay. first. I'll, yeah, I I'm sticking with it. Okay. So I I'm I agree with everything that they said. I I do feel like there is a way, especially something like that. Like if this was like your you guys a SummerSlam, you know this this feels like something that could have been equivalent to you guys WrestleMania as well, but with like a longer build. Like um, I don't know they they could like you punk know Punk screws Austin. There's no like surprise going to win the title and Punk screws yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Coming off the end, like going into the end, I feel like there should have been something to get me off the air and go, fuck, I want to watch Tuesday. Like I got to tune in on Tuesday. There was nothing there that makes me want to watch that. Tuesday. I should have done another cliffhanger. Damn it. I'm sorry, <laughs> Danny. Go ahead. Well, yeah. But like one of the things, especially when Austin was like really hot, one of the big booking things that they did with him was they would always put him in like an odd couple tag team with with whoever his next opponent was. Um, I, they did it too much, but. It was that could have been something that that could have been thrown in there, um, just something to make them the the whole alcohol straight edge thing could have really um, ramped it up. It just felt it felt like it wasn't. Uh, 
I don't know. It just it just didn't. It it just felt like there was stuff missing to it. Like two people who can talk, and the talking was kind of what was missing. You know, I, I, so. I like the pro. I like the the Jericho scene. I liked. I really like that. Yeah. I also expected you to do something with Jericho. Like I thought Jericho getting hit, Jericho was gonna like How? interfere. Yeah, or something. that would have been. Didn't want to make it about him because he wasn't in the match. No, but he was in that build. It just he was kind of um, like doing like you know how sometimes he won't be in a few, but he'll kind of like clout chase and try to do like the highlight reel to milk it. Yeah, I think, that, that I think maybe even Jericho. That. I feel like Jericho should have been on this card somewhere. He's got plans. Something. Don't worry about him. Uh, there's there's think, a couple oh, people there on your roster that I would have rather have seen than than some other than this. Yeah. I think you could have. I think you guys could should have built till this match. To this match. Yeah, I think I this think should, this is a mania match, not a SummerSlam yeah, match. I don't think yeah. I think this should have been on like your third or fourth card, not your first card. I think you could have like had Stone Cold gonna win a title and Punk screws him. Pacing. Like, you I could think... have you could have done other things with it to lead up to that. Like this would have been a perfect feud for you to take and have this be go through the entire year. I yes, think, this is a long term story. I think got, that I think I think that is is the answer is there's the pacing there's everything was in this mm-hmm. there's nothing in the future some of this could have been paced out like there's there's just no there's just nothing that's keeping me at the edge of my seat ready to go to the next pay-per-view the next show if it was paced out more you know some stuff stretched because I have no idea where you're going other than apparently awesome Kong is in something. <laughs> but yeah. And, and Keith Lee. And I guess, I don't know. I, I just feel like there should be some inklings. And I guess I know you didn't do that much Kenny before, but I know John did. So it's yeah. that, that styles that I feel like should somewhere in, inter- in, you know, they sacrificed on the wrong things. I feel like you're right. But like, I'll, I'll uh, oh, I'll, I'll give my score real quick. Oh yeah, I'll, I forgot. Sorry. Uh, Let this I'm, man break before I forget. I'll give it a, a three point two five. Okay. I you said three point two five. Yeah. I almost feel like they thought CM Punk in the main event was gonna be fives, except for for me. <laughs> but I just. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I really don't think that. Sh- I feel like I would have rated it even higher if it wasn't that main event. Yeah, I think I pro- might have given you an extra twenty five cents if it wasn't the main event. Because mm-hmm. because if you had a different, especially if you had a different title match that wasn't also a dream match, you could have. I would have probably not knocked you for the, the it being the main event, but the fact that AJ versus. HBK Prime on Prime is also a dream match. I would have liked as big of a dream match. I would have liked that that dream match for the title. HBK and AJ Styles still could have had that match without that title. They could, you could have went into this match for the title with Austin as the champion with the rattlesnake. Oh, I guess you didn't have that design, but he. And we also weren't trying to have Punk in the title picture again because you know same old shit. So I get that, but story, but I just. If you were going to have it in the main event, that's what I would have done, I guess. Or not have Punk yeah. win and have Austin retain with who? I don't know. I I would have just. This isn't a, this match wasn't made for this pay per view. Right. Like just... so, let me let me vote because I or let me rate because oh, okay. I, I, I think I've said right. really much of anything yet. So, <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say y'all really kind of, I, I hate to say it because y'all really fumbled the bag with this one. This is one of my, this is a dream match. I really, 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 really want. And it just feels like it felt rushed. It felt like there wasn't commitment to it. Pacing. And it felt, yeah, it felt like it kind of felt like a throwaway feud, to be honest with you. And that's what that's what's confusing me of why it's on the main event. Because to me, if it's going to be the main event feud of this thing, it should be like Cena versus The Rock. They should be getting multiple segments every single week. So your storyline for this should have been huge. You should have been talking for ten minutes about the storyline. You know what I mean? Like you should have been like so much going into this. And not go for like three hours. So it was fuck like, that. Like I'd rather I'd rather you give me all the information in this show. Go this book it go longer than sacrifice story to get. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Because the, the let's be honest, these two they're not coming out. They're neither one of them are that good of wrestlers. Let, if we're being completely honest, CM Punk in his prime is a much better wrestler than. Steve Austin, but them going at it, they're not going to go out there and have a fucking five star classic. This needed the story, and the story wasn't there. I mean, it was it wasn't there for what it what it should have been. This, like I said, this is something like everybody said. I guess this is a this is a mania worthy match, and uh, so that's where I'm at with it. I'm I'm. Not far off from Mike, to be honest with you. I'm gonna give you a 2.75. Oh wow. I didn't expect that from you. I I'm yeah, this was I I yeah. feel bad. I feel disappointed. I, I do actually I do feel disappointed. Like I feel like this I agree. I feel like you this could this should have been this should have been easy five, honestly. Exactly but how I feel. I feel like you 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 yeah, you fumbled the bag. I feel bad. I feel. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I feel bad, but it just in my heart. I yeah. It just. Damn! I go back to school next week, and this <laughs> y'all done for. <laughs> y'all ready? Y'all getting fucking straight twos. <laughs> I mean, no, I feel like that's because you messed up. That's right. not fair. I feel like we rated you fair. I tried. I. You got I tried my best. To do- Multiple times, Mike went back and raised his score higher. Right. And and I gave you two fives in a row. I don't know if I gave you a single five on this. No, this you show. didn't give us two fives in a row. You gave yeah. us a five and a 4.75. Oh, I thought I gave two fives. You gave us two 4.75s in a row. <laughs> oh, well, you got <laughs> enough. 4.75 still really Yeah, I give a five at all. I don't think I did. No, you didn't. I think I, I gave I was, two. I don't think I was... You didn't get. Uh, you gave me. You gave us one. You I, us a I honestly didn't rate you that bad. I just felt like I think when you when you did great, you did great. When you when there needed to be improvement, <laughs> it just was that low. <laughs> when you sucked, you sucked. Yeah, when you like, sucked, you, you sucked. When you were awesome, you were fantastic. But was going good. I it's just, awesome. But like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just keep coming back to like oh well I guess I'm not watching this weekly show I'll fucking wait <laughs> till another fucking week I'll check the the dirt sheets and see what's happening you know what I mean mm. like that's just so he gonna watch felt. YouTube highlights yeah I mean that's just that's just how he's I, gonna see what he's gonna see what Bleacher Report rated your shows right <laughs> that's what I be doing with AEW I don't watch this shit <laughs> that's what I do with all wrestling honestly, <laughs> honestly like, I really like AEW's last show. So I, 
I fuck with Smack. The I mean, might start watching SmackDown. Week. Uh, that's not that's true. The past two weeks I've watched SmackDown. I watched the majority of SmackDown last week, and SmackDown's been really good. Uh, th- that a- last AEW show was really fucking fun because that was let me know uh, when they for let, the Fallen. Let me know when they get Punk. And we'll for... Start watching weekly. Oh, if they get Punk, I'm watching every week. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'll I'll watch as long as they're not putting. Unless he sucks, event. if he comes back and he sucks, I'm not gonna watch because I'm I'll not. Be, I'll, be, I'll be real mad if he comes back and sucks. And yeah, I'm so mad. It'd be great <laughs> if they if he comes out and then they. They also uh, signed Mickey Gall. Pain. <laughs> I'd watch. Uh, all right. So we don't have enough time for a quick count. Because we're fair. over an hour and a half. So next week, Danny is going to defend no, his... Not. Or no, he's not. He no, lost. Travis. I lost. Yeah. Danny will get yeah. his rematch clause against Travis. It's, it's the whole game. fucking show. Prime um, time. Travi T. And next week, it'll also be Travi T and Danny doing their... We're not going against each other in the same week we present together. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. No, we're not. You guys you guys are going to have to do like a, a number one contenders match to see who faces the winner of us no. three weeks from now. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I refuse. I want to see, see Mike do one. Yeah, that's true. I don't do quick counts. I, I present the quick counts. Fuck off. That's fuck my off. duties. I, I, ass, I made that pretty clear. Um, same old shit. Same yeah. old shit. <laughs> so let's go with some plugs. Danny, I know you don't have any plugs, but I'm going to let you go first. Um, Yeah, yeah nothing. <laughs> All right. Fudge. I long for death. Bad guy. Check me out on Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube. I want my, I want my plugs in there. <laughs> Check me out as Bad Guy Spoken on every social media where we talk about bad things. Yeah, that's your tagline now. I must say, it's, I, I love doing it. Oh, my bad. I'm looking at the, I'm was looking at these scores. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna give. What was that? What am I supposed to do? My plugs. Um, I was about to rate something. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's about to get a point five. It's repetitive. I hate it. <laughs> um, it's at where's that? At I am Travi T on all social media. So it's at I-A-M-T-R-A-V-V-Y-T on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow me on all. I'm trying to get to 1,000 followers cumulative by the end of the year. So like between the three of those, I want 1,000 followers. I'm at like 700 right now. Hey, Help me out. Kenny. Get them there. Yeah. Do you, do you have all three of this week's scores, the overalls? Yeah, I got them all. Uh, let's. I want it before I do the final plugs. I want to hear the the final score so we know where we rank. It's not the final scores because we have Keith rate. For, for well, right now as we sit for this week ranking. Okay. So we're, so I'm still waiting on Keith for hours, but um, Travis and Danny, you guys ended with a three point nine four two. Damone and Mike, you guys had a four point two, and then we had a three point nine two. Oh. Oof. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Wow, that's actually tighter than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah, it was like y'all said. We did we, like when we had good stuff, y'all loved it. But when we did bad, y'all was like, "Fuck I y'all!" Think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all were very up and down. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess I don't get bugs. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> I between so follow me at the money called D A M O N E Y C O T like the team go Colts. Still gonna win the Super Bowl. You're not Mike's gonna fucking still, make a Mike's playoff. Still gonna have you're to change your head. You're gonna change your head. We even discussed before this. You're, you're fucking not, changing your head. I'm not. Because um, 
The dream does not remember who, that. Who did you? He's lose? gonna get Philip Rivers, and they're gonna go to the go to the playoffs. <laughs> hey, hey, it worked last year. It might work. It could work again. So, who, who did um, you lose? Who did you lose? We lost to the lose? Bills. The Bills had one good, great season in the last twenty-five years. Act like that's you've been here before, Bills fans. That's why I'm a Colts fan <laughs> <laughs> because the Bills were so bad. So, uh, follow me on at, on Twitter at the Money Call. I tweet about football, wrestling, politics, just random shit, basketball. Um, also, because uh, you guys obviously are listening to the bookie, you like wrestling. I brought back uh, Guess the Wrestler on TikTok. Same thing, the Money Colt. We're doing Guess the Wrestler. I'm going to do a new one probably tonight, or actually, probably not tonight, but tomorrow. Or it'll follow me. They'll, they're up there. Guess the Wrestler. And no cheating. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok, Hi Fi Mike. You can find me on Twitter, HiFi underscore Mike. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13Media.com. You can buy a shirt. You can buy a mug. Uh, you can find Kenny's shows, Travis shows, Damone shows. Uh, Little Fudge doesn't have a show. Yet. Yet. Uh, but other than that, you can find everything you need to know about us on our website. But that is Book It. See ya. Bye. Ah.